In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came to be through Him, and without Him nothing came to be. What came to be through Him was life, and this life was the light of the human race. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. A man named John was sent from God. He came for testimony to testify to the light so that all might believe through him. He was not the light, but came to testify to the light. The true light, which enlightens everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world came to be through him, but the world did not know him. He came to what was his own, but his own people did not accept him. But to those who did accept him, he gave power to become children of God. To those who believe in his name, who were born not by natural generation, nor by human choice, nor by a man's decision, but of God. And the word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. And we saw his glory, the glory as the Father's only Son, full of grace and truth. John testified him to him and cried out, saying, This was he of whom I said, The one who is coming after me ranks ahead of me, because he existed before me. From his fullness we have all received grace in place of grace, because while the law was given through Moses, grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God. The only Son, God, who is at the Father's side, has revealed him. The Gospel of the Lord. In the holy name of Jesus. Amen. Please be seated. Merry Christmas. Today, we are all experiencing a rather uncommon phenomenon, that being the Feast of the Nativity of the Lord falling on a Sunday. The last time this happened was in 2016. And the next time it will happen will be in 2033. Now, the frequency of Christmas falling on a Sunday is rather chaotic. Some years it's five years, and then maybe after that six years, and then 11 years, and then back to six, and then to five, and then to five again. And this has caused many in the church, particularly pastors and church leaders, to question if holding a service on Christmas Day is really even worth it. Just this week, I read a few articles about churches not opening their doors today, primarily due to an expectation of low attendance from their parishioners and the community at large due to travel and family traditions and celebrations. Unfortunately, the debate on whether to hold services on Christmas Day is not isolated to these infrequent years when Christmas falls on a Sunday. Over the last 10 to 15 years, many churches have moved away from holding services on December 25th due to sheer inconvenience or small crowd sizes. 
And this came up during my vicarage year in St. Louis. When my vicarage supervisor and I were discussing this strange shift, he made me promise him that wherever I ended up in ministry, I'd always have a service on Christmas Day, no matter the possible inconvenience for the staff or the projected small crowd size. When I asked him why he was so passionate about this, he remarked, you always have Christmas Day worship because it offers older widows the opportunity to have human interaction on a day that could otherwise be lonely. That, my friends, is a good pastor. I think about this remark a lot during this time of year. And I've come to realize in my short tenure in ministry that it's not just the older widows who need Christmas Day worship. We all do. And it's not just any human interaction we seek. Now, don't get me wrong. It's nice to see all of you here this morning. Not preach into an empty room. We come here today ultimately because we yearn to interact with and commune of the one who St. John writes about in the Gospel read just a few moments ago. The Word of God who was in the beginning, who created all things, who left the bosom of His heavenly Father to be found now at the bosom of His earthly mother. We seek the Christ child this morning. We welcome His interruption of our celebrations because He brings light, belonging, grace, and truth that does not fade. And this is so terribly important because all of us have faced a lot of hardship in this last year. The darkness of sickness and depression, instability and death has disoriented us. Divisions in our family and community, country and world have only deepened. Sin and wrongdoing, both private and public, has led to rejection and cancellation. Gossip and falsehoods have deafened our ears. In suffering these things, we join the long line of wounded, sinful people throughout all time and space who have longed for the birth of the One who would bring them redemption and peace. We cry out with Israel for rescue from exile. 
we listen with eager expectation to the words of the prophets. We wait with David for his kingdom to be established forever. We gaze at the stars with Abraham and Sarah wondering which of their descendants would save God's people from their sins. We earnestly pray with Noah for relief from the flood of sin. We cry out with Abel for justice. And we wait and we watch with our first parents, Adam and Eve, for the seed who will crush the head of the serpent. We all need this service today because it's the culmination of generations of waiting and watching and praying for the one who will save the people from their sins. The light of Christmas morn has dispersed the darkness of sin. The truth of the angel's hymn has set our hearts on fire. The cries of the babe in the manger have reminded us that the Word of God truly has taken on human flesh to bring us all back to God. So let's not wait a moment more. Come and gather with the shepherds and wise men around this infant's earthly throne. Join your hymns with those of the angels and all the saints of heaven. Welcome his precious body and blood onto the manger of your tongue. Taste and see that your darkness is met with light, your isolation with belonging, and your sin with grace. Then come back next week. And every Sunday after that. And then come back next Christmas Day. The church will be open. We'll be here. And Jesus will too. In the holy name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Please stand now as we confess.